Technology. Again? Is terrible. <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah, you're not wrong. I don't know. It looks like we're going to get 108 iPhones this this fall. Is that the rumor? Are you buying? Are you buying all 108 of them? Well, no. <laughs> but one could if one were so inclined. Good story. Um, yeah, there's a. <laughs> no, yeah, there's like several, there's several different screen sizes that I can't quite tell. Like there's some. It's we're in that like super heady rumor period where we're probably only <laughs> none, none of which it looks like I will like. Yeah, there's got to be some other shoe to drop here, too, right? Because, uh, you know, even if this is only in, like, an off year for iPhone upgrades, like, I haven't seen anything compelling so far. So, you know, you feel like maybe the good stuff's still under wraps. You haven't seen anything compelling? For, like, of the rumors? Like, any reason like I... A, a gigantic 8-inch screen? What is it? I didn't see the rumors. I'm, I'm behind. behind. Talk me through them. What, what's what's the rumor mill? What's the story? Six point five inch screen, five point eight inch screen, six point one inch screen. <laughs> Jeez. And no screen for Johnny. <laughs> but there's no. That's what I'm I don't know. Like, what are the features? It's just a bigger screen. Like, I don't think any of those are compelling enough for me to upgrade from an iPhone ten. Yeah. I, there must be yeah. something else. I mean, there, there's there's been talk sure. of camera improvements. Um, you know, a three, including a, always, there were yeah. rumors of like a three lens camera. Three lenses isn't cool. Four lenses is cool. You know, what's cool a billion lenses. <laughs> so many lenses. Do, are, are we uh, are we fatigued on phones? A little phone fatigue. It's fatigue, but spelled with a ph. Mm. <laughs> and the eye is silent. And the eye is silent. Okay. Well, I don't know. Uh, they're 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 predicting. I guess this is Ming Chi Kuo is predicting a like a big a big fall for Apple. Like I mean, like sa- sales of mini phones. There was also a rumor, I think, in that same report that there would, none of these phones would have three D touch either. Mm, mm-hmm. Which I'd heard that I'd heard that once before. It seems implausible to me, but it's not impossible. Yeah. It seems strange that they would just drop that. It's not the best feature in the world, but and I sure, I'm sure it makes things more expensive. I had it at one point. Yeah, it really made you stick around too, and, huh? And well, I mean, I liked it. I used it for certain things. Um, I most most notably um, in uh, Tweetbot, which you know I don't use anymore. So yeah, there's that. So if I went back to a 3D touch um, device, it, it would be less compelling. You have to learn it all over again. Well, I'd have to learn many things over again, like how to love. (laughs) (laughs) Got to teach an old dog old tricks. (laughs) Tricks he once knew. Uh, Lex left, which is sad because he's leaving early and he left early. So he left earlier than early, earlier than early. (laughs) He'll be back very late in in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise appearance by Lex at the very end of the episode. Did someone come to his door? I don't know. He's he might have died. <laughs> this is very sad. I took a very dumb delivery yesterday. Yeah, for what you, you want to hear about? Oh yeah. So okay. uh, Karen's Karen's Beats headphones finally like um I for, unbeknownst to me only for a long time only one earphone was working. <laughs> 
And then, uh, and then finally the other one crapped out and I said, well, you got to send it back in before the warranty goes, goes away. Um, which I thought that she had got it for her birthday, but she actually got it for Christmas. So there was a lot more warranty than I thought. But anyway, so we sent it in and they're like, <laughs> they're like, this thing is trashed. <laughs> We're not repairing this thing. <laughs> if you want us to repair it, it's 160 bucks. <laughs> oh my gosh. And, uh, don't those so, cost 160 so we were like, bucks? <laughs> We uh, we uh, decided not to do that, but they give you an option like, you know, do you want us to just recycle it? Do you, do, you, do you want to repair it? Do you want us to send it back to you? Or do you want to, like, look into getting a refurb or something like that? Um, I had, like, earphones, things that go in your ear are not, like, I generally like refurbs, but um, not necessarily for things that go in your ear. So, um, <laughs> what, what is your concern? That- <laughs> that it's just kind of gross. <laughs> okay, fair enough. That the, they've been in somebody else's ear. Yeah, but they'll just. I know they've been cleaned. The, I mean, not even they've been cleaned, but those things use like rubber tips, right? Yeah, I know. I'm sure they've I just know. been replaced. Anyway, she didn't want to do that. Okay. Um, so uh, I meant, I kept meaning to go log on to the thing and tell them to just recycle it. Um, but they, they, uh, I missed the the window and they sent it back to us by a by a FedEx and I had to sign for it. <laughs> like. <laughs> Here's your, uh, you know, completely useless pair of headphones. Please sign for this. That's amazing. That sounds great. Yeah, so, yeah, so now we have those, which I probably have to take to the, like the Apple store to have them, you know, the next time I go to the Apple store so that they can recycle them as opposed to just throwing them in the trash. Yeah, that's not not great. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. Uh, how you alluded to this earlier, but how is your um, how's your Twitter exodus going? It's fine, actually. Yeah, I mean, I I am I've gone back to RSS for news. I never left is, RSS. Yeah, I've been I mean, using it all along. I mean, I never left it completely, but I had really not gone, and I had really not used it very much up late. Um, I had mostly relied on Twitter for that. I do and, a very little bit of skimming in RSS. Like there are a lot of sites that post a lot of volume, and I just sort of mm-hmm. skim the headlines and don't read much. Um, yeah, because you know some of the I re- still read some of the like I read like the Kotaku for game news. I read the Verge and like they post a bunch of stories, but I only ever want to read like usually two or three a day, probably. Yeah, well, but you do. I sorry. mean, you like you get entertainment news. Do you get that through no, RSS I've, or do you? Get I've through? never done entertainment news through RSS. I've just never okay. been wanted that much. I, I'd never wanted to spend that much time on it. Like I have one or two sites that I go and read directly. And then everything else was via Twitter, probably. Occasionally, some stuff will permeate over to other, like, tech or, you know, gaming sites I read just because there's cross- so much crossover these days. Yeah. But what what do you use for RSS, then? Well, right now I'm using Reader. Yeah, okay, that's what I use. Um, because I, I think that, I mean, isn't that, like, the last thing that will sync between um, a Mac and iOS? I don't know if it's the last one, but, I mean... Well, it's one of the few, it's one of the few ones that are left. Yeah, I use it because it exists on both platforms and it's fairly consistent. I use it with um, Feedly, I think, which is like the okay. um, back-end replacement of... A back-end replacement for Google Reader, basically. Google. I used to yeah. use Google Reader, and when that went away, there are a couple ones out there. There's Feedly, there's like Feed Wrangler. I don't remember. There's a handful feed, of different... Feed, yeah, Feedbin, Feedly, Feed Wrangler, Feed HQ. Yeah. So, there, I mean... Blur. I mean, there's a bunch of those. Yeah, yeah, I guess they're still. Yeah, so you about. can, I, I, you know, just use those because then it syncs nicely between all those services. But Reader seems to be my favorite. 
I've been tempted by, you know, Brent Simmons has been working on his little his yeah. little uh reader, but only for the mm-hmm. Mac and Yeah, and I've used I've used that which is nice. Um but um I need something that syncs. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, I, I I like RSS. It's it's a I don't like to rely too much on getting, you know, like any single source for all my information, right? Because you like right. to sort of amalgamate stuff. And so having RSS and Twitter and just, you know, word of mouth via people on like Slack and even going to a couple websites, I kind of have this <laughs> weird patchwork approach to keeping up with all this stuff. But right. it's, it seems to work for me for the most part. I But, you know, you and I have both been playing around. We talked a little bit about Mastodon last week. Um, yeah. And we had some reader questions and and comments about it i think um but i've i've been enjoying it it feels like it's it's much quieter than twitter yes because obviously there are way fewer people it's a lot more laid back at this point at any at any rate but it's been like i've been checking it still regularly i don't post super often but i've been you know i've i've left the app open on my iphone and on my mac so that i will like i've added it to my rotation of like checking you know twitter and instagram and slack and mastodon so for the moment yeah i'm enjoying it i don't know if it'll continue being relevant but stick around for a little well it seems like in certain groups anyway it's it's pretty popular i mean like if you look at the federated timeline on mastodon.social it's constant i mean it's it's ridiculous and and i don't you can't keep up (laughs) i know but i mean you shouldn't really but my point is that there are a lot of people posting right. on a regular basis. But are they posting anything good is the question. Oh, oh look who's back. Um, well, I'm pretty proud of myself. <laughs> I, I really had to avoid restarting, and I did, and I got it to work, and I'm so proud. I telneted in from my phone and killed shit. It was great. It was great. <laughs> Some weird – this is a weird episode. Weirder than usual, and that's saying something. Shout out to Prompt from Panic on my uh, phone, letting me SSH into my computer and kill processes that were dying and resuscitated. So I was pretty pleased. Hmm. great tool prompt i it makes me i love prompt and it makes me sad because of it makes me think of transmit and them killing transmit on ios every time which makes me just tear up a how sad bit. are you i'm pretty sad i really like transmit well, yeah. if only we knew somebody who worked there that you could yeah but they they've, they've discontinued it they don't want right to do enough. it anymore yeah it makes me sad because people customers didn't realize what amazing technology they had at their fingertips customers like dan like me <laughs> mainly me let's be honest this is really about me you never know what you have until it's gone dan this is deep i gotta go i gotta go slow-mo run in an airport or something now that's right my my audio was gonna go was going in and out did i miss is Moltz gonna come back to twitter at some point or is he gone for good i think i'm i'm basically gone for good um because oh, no. i mean the one thing that i will probably do is log back in and just like save the account so that nobody else suddenly becomes Moltz because that would make me mad <laughs> Suddenly, Moltz was my favorite 1990s sitcom. <laughs> yeah. So, but I, I don't, I don't, uh, I, I've used a gross analogy that I, I don't want to be in the nice end of a pool that someone is pooping in in the other end. So. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That's, that's a, my, that, that is, that's in my fact, stance. an analogy. I mean, when Checks I think out. about it, it's like. It's the ocean, right? And definitely there's all kinds of creatures shitting in the ocean at any given time. But I still swim in it. Yeah, there are certain very large creatures shitting in this ocean, though. Fair. And the, uh, and the, the people who manage the ocean seem perfectly fine with that. This, this metaphor is becoming a little 
uh, a little pained. <laughs> Sorry. Well, just, you, know, what you know what's not strained or <laughs> whatever Dan just said the metaphor was? Pained. It was that. Have you ever looked at your credit card statement and been shocked by the interest rate? Yes. Okay. Did you know you could actually roll all of your credit card debt into one monthly payment at a lower fixed interest rate? Lightstream offers credit card consolidation loans from 5.89% APR with AutoPay. That's much lower than the average credit card interest rate of over 18% APR. Get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000, and you can even get your funds as soon as the day you apply. Because Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a great interest rate and no fees. John, you checked out the Lightstream website and you found that it was like totally sane, easy to use, nice UI, yes? That is exactly correct. Yes, and um, yeah, and and as I've said multiple times already on this podcast, um, but you should listen and heed my words. If you have credit card debt um, that you're maintaining, you definitely don't want to keep it on your credit card because this the the credit card companies are screwing you, and you should roll it into something that is uh, got a lower interest rate, and uh, that's what Lightstream does. Best of all, John, our listeners get a special discount on top of Lightstream's already low rates. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash rebound. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash rebound. Subject to credit approval. Rate includes 0.5% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply. Offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash rebound for more information. I got through that alive. (laughs) (laughs) We'll fix it in post. So you guys are bored with phones. You don't want to talk about phones anymore. Sounds like. Eh. I love my phone. Do you? Do you? <laughs> I guess it's Dan. I guess Dan's bored with phones. I, you know, I've had a new phone every year for almost like ten years now, and I, you know, I love my phone. It's fine, but like, I don't, you know, I, I, the, the things that are coming out about these phones so far, nothing has got me excited about getting a new phone, and usually that's an exciting time for me. Well, my phone's two years, two, two plus years old, so um, yeah, but you're not you getting know. a new phone, so I know <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Because there's no justice in the world. That's true. I can, I would support that. Yeah. So that report about 3D Touch is from Barclays, a Barclays analyst. Oh, Reginald Barclay? So, uh, yeah, and we know how trustworthy he is. The things that guy does in a holodeck. Mm. You do not want to go in there. Is Bark? I mean, do we know, is, is, Bar- is Barclays, uh, do they have even a, a track record at all? I mean, they have been around as a bank for a long time. I don't know about their investments. <laughs> exactly. You're right. <laughs> When I was a kid and we did ballroom dance classes, it was called Barclays, so that might be helpful in some way. <laughs> it's not. Oh, just checking. Yeah, good to know. So how are your beta experiences going? You know, the Fine. latest public betas have been very stable for me on my phone. I had all kinds of issues. The one that I had, there was a beta that lived for like a day on the public beta side um, where I would say like, call Lauren Mobile. You're going to be like, you don't have a mobile number for Lauren. You only have a home phone number. And I would look in my contact, and I would, of course, have both a home and mobile number for Lauren. Um, but Siri was unable to be aware of it. That bug sucked because I mostly – I always tell Siri what number I wanted to use, and it was not working. But now that they fixed that, I'm happy. I got no complaints on iOS 12. I still noticed yeah. some twitchiness on my iPad, um, and I did also – it may have been the same Betalex. I had, like, some crazy scrolling issues in Safari, but, again, it seemed to go away as soon as the next beta came out. So maybe they just temporarily broke something and then fixed it again. Yeah, I mean, I had that one – I don't know if it was related to – I think it was – because it only came up after I upgraded to the beta. So somehow my watch could not remember that I had a groceries list, which seems somewhat similar to Lex's problem. Like, I would tell my watch – 
add something to the groceries list and it would say, you don't have a groceries list. And you say, fuck you, watch. (laughs) Don't tell me what I have and don't have. But that seemed to fix itself too. Yeah, so maybe it was the, maybe it was another update that fixed it. (laughs) When they install themselves, I really don't know what's going on anymore. (laughs) Which is what's been happening. So true. And which is clearly the way it should be as long as you're, your updates are good, right? What's going to be bad is at some point there will be an iOS update that has some kind of bug because it happens. And when your phone does yep. it automatically, then people will be grumpy. But mm-hmm. eh, what are you going to do? I've enjoyed the, uh, in the last couple betas, they've added something. I don't know what's going on, but like at, right after I update, a dialog box comes up that's like, you should update from the beta to the full version of iOS 12. And it's like, uh, oh, really? okay. <laughs> it's just I will like a, remember to do that. It's like a notification <laughs> yeah. thing. And I was like, that's weird that you're telling me this now, but thanks. <laughs> I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. Yeah, I don't know. Someone else saw it on Twitter too, so I I feel like it maybe it's just a a the, weird limited uh The other thing yeah, I know I think I have noticed though is that um on the SE in uh iOS 11 there were a bunch of visual glitches uh in terms of sizing of notifications and things like that. Um they've been talked about previously, but um those seemed I think those have all been fixed now at least i have not seen i had one the other day i wish i had noted it i did have one weird like something was the wrong size oh, really? for dialog okay. box, but it might have been just okay. a temporary because i because i usually used to see you know text that would go outside of the box or something like that i had one where like the toolbars and one of the apps was like i think it was mail like it kept pushing up the mm-hmm. entire mail interface and then you know like or quitting and reselling relaunching it fixed. the thing that i have but, on my ipad that drives me absolutely yeah. berserk is um it doesn't recognize the right orientation Twitter. <laughs> not anymore it's like i'll open up uh i'll t- tilt it horizontally and the icons won't switch and then and then i'll open like netflix oh, and it'll yeah. be upside down yeah <laughs> like, yep. um, yep. i definitely that is, run into i still that. have that on ios 11 so i have not noticed have you noticed that still on ios 12 yep. oh yeah God. oh yeah yep 100 percent. i don't, I don't know. know why I, that's and it so didn't hard used to it, do it, that it, like i'll do things where yeah, when I rotate it, like sometimes the the icons will go in the right order, and the dock will still mm, be on the wrong mm-hmm, side, like mm-hmm. will be on the like left or something, yeah. and it's like ah, why? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's that's pretty weird because I agree, it didn't used to do that, but it seems like they've had had issues with it. I have a question for you guys. So you guys, well, you guys both use AirPods. Yes. No. Oh. Okay, Lex, what oh. are you using? I'm a, I'm a Beats X guy. Oh, that's right, Beats X now. Yeah. Okay, right. Okay. So my question for you, and, and maybe this won't apply since you guys are using things that have Apple's own proprietary chips, but I have, so I have my pair of Cost Porter Pro Bluetooth headphones, and I've noticed recently that when I, like, I'll, you know, leave the house in the morning and I'll put on some music to walk down to the coffee shop, and I'll get, you know, um, like, a, like 20 seconds away from the house, and I'll get, like, skipping almost on my music. And it's very frustrating because I've been trying to figure out, is it the headphones? Is it the iphone is it something to do with like you know i'm just getting out of wi-fi range or something and it's trying to yeah it sounds like that last one to me i thought so too but it seems to happen with music that is downloaded onto the phone mm. which is super weird and i can't i haven't been able to track it down yet and this morning it didn't happen i was like oh maybe it was a beta bug and then i noticed it happened when i was leaving um the coffee shop to walk back home so i am i am not sure I really need to test it with another pair of Bluetooth headphones at some point um, to figure out if it's the headphone itself. It also noticed that I get interruptions when it's like in my left pocket and I'll like put my hands in my pockets and they'll be like, as soon as my hand like covers the phone, it'll start skipping. And I'll be like, this is super weird. 
So this happens when you're not using the phone for anything else? Yep. It's okay. like literally in my pocket. Okay. Yeah. So either there's some weird bug in the Bluetooth stack, which is possible. These yeah, headphones have really shitty Bluetooth ca- connectivity, which yeah. is also possible. Right. Or there's something weird going on with this phone. Well, I used to I used to get skipping on a lot of different headphones um, that before my before I got the AirPods, and it's much much better with the AirPods. Uh, right. Using a I do have a pair of um, noise canceling headphones that I sometimes use. Mm-hmm. And I have stopped using them with my Mac when I'm working because if I do, I don't even know what it is, but I mean, it, it the music will skip um, on the Mac. So I actually, um, I now have a, that my spare iPhone 7 that I use to play music while I'm working on my Mac. <laughs> so wow, I have the headphones, that's... I have the headphones connected to that because that, that thing sits on my desk. All Why don't anyway, you just play so... music with your actual phone? I could do that too. Yeah. Why did you need to introduce a whole but I, new but device? But usually it's like, I have that in my pocket. I have this other iPhone 7 just sitting there on the desk anyway. So, oh my gosh. This the life weird. mulch is leading over there. Yeah, this is, a, this is a rarefied error. <laughs> I tried doing it with, with an original iPad mini, and that experience was not very good. <laughs> I, I do have a pair of noise-canceling Bose headphones, which I use generally when i'm on the plane and that doesn't seem to run into any of these similar problems but i'm not like walking around with it or anything mm-hmm. so it's hard to test against that i don't have any um of these bluetooth issues that you're describing particularly when i'm leaving wi-fi or whatever the only thing that i have that's weird and i don't i don't know exactly what it is is that if i'm using my BTX headphones with my mac which in fact i'm doing exactly as we speak right now and i get a phone call on my cell phone which knows of my BTX, but is not at the moment paired to them. Um, the headphones drop out while the phone rings, <laughs> uh, and I don't understand it. Hmm. Hmm. So you use your do you use your BTX for podcasting? I do when I'm at work sometimes, yeah, because they're right here, and otherwise I have to borrow headphones from the studio. Because like I'm not in the studio; I'm just in my office. And so yeah, I've done it many, many times, and you guys have never been the wiser. But yeah, I sometimes <laughs> use the BTX when we podcast. It's great. <laughs> oh, we know. that way my hair doesn't get messed up. It's good. <laughs> it's the most important of all problems with podcasting. Oh, man. Dan, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> My hair is always very nice. I think I think podcasting has given me a bald spot. That's what's happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's probably it. I'm that sure that's what it science, is. It's science science has proved. <laughs> it's not male male pattern bald. Now listen, if you if you're like Moltz and you use one iPhone for your iPhoning and you've got another phone for your music streaming, I want you to know that this episode is brought to you by JamfNow. JamfNow makes it easy to set up, manage, and protect your many, many Apple devices. It's easy to keep track of your own Mac, iPad, or iPhone if you're not Moltz. But what about the other Apple devices at work? As a business grows, so does its digital inventory, making it harder to manage everyone's Apple devices. This is especially true if employees are remote, emotionally or physically. With JamfNow, you can check your digital inventory, distribute Wi-Fi and email settings, deploy apps, protect company data, and even lock or wipe a device as needed from anywhere. Jamf now manages devices so you can focus on your business instead. No IT experience needed. And now the Rebound listeners can start securing your business today by setting up your first three devices for free forever. Add more for just $2 a month per device. Create your free account today at jamf.com slash rebound. That's J-A-M-F dot com slash rebound. Moltz, you should look into this. Okay. Message received. <laughs> check <laughs> you want to talk about uh the ipad mini at all i mean what ipad any, mini do we have any yeah exactly do we have any uh, last words for the ipad mini i guess 
I I loved it while it lived, but it was too young and too pretty to die. Too beautiful for this world. Yes, yes, that... exactly. Huh. <laughs> I mean, I you know, I liked it a lot, but you know, since switching back to well, like I think I switched back to full size iPads with the Air Two. And between the Air Two and the ten point five inch Pro, like they're great iPads. I I I think I would have a harder time going back to the smaller iPad mini form factor after this, as much as I liked it back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's but it just seems weird to me that I mean, like <laughs> there was such a big buzz about little tablets, seven inch tablets that um and big buzz about little like, tablets. My favorite Kurt Russell movie from the eighties. <laughs> Gone are we sure that they're gone like we don't think that the ipad mini is going to get an update again that that's well that seems to be the um scuttlebutt that was according to mr german i think over at bloomberg yeah right i'll tell you they are really popular at the ipad mini and this is not a market that i think apple needs to be popular in but it was really popular with musicians i think that if you oh yeah, yeah. if you see like bands playing at any kind of local place that somebody at least has always got an ipad mini on a music stand i still use one actually two ipad minis and a microphone yeah yeah, the best iPad is the one you have with you. <laughs> or I, uh, your phone. I, I see people using your phones for that for the musician stuff, which makes me wonder if the bigger screen phones really are usurping a lot of the iPad Mini's market. Well, I mean, I guess that's the re- yeah, that's got to be the reason, right? I mean, particularly if they're coming out with a giganto you know, phone, then why make both? I guess like right. a six point a six point if you're making a six point five inch phone, <laughs> which to me sounds ludicrous. <laughs> How big is the why current? Why make a seven inch? Why make a seven inch tablet too? How big is the current plus size one? Five point eight. It's really only holy crap! Really, this is so confusing. It's five point five. It's like a super phone. Five point five. It's only five point five inch in screen because it's smaller than the screen on the iPhone ten because it's got oh yeah so yeah many, yeah so right. many bezels. Right. But but the iPhone the iPhone ten is five point eight right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you're talking about another half a foot. <laughs> <laughs> no, another half, another half an inch. Almost. Sorry, I can't do math. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, not that much. No, yeah, right, right. <laughs> that, that would be a lot, wouldn't it? Six more inches. That's enormous. Uh, fair warning: it's like ninety degrees in my office, and I am I am not at my most cogent. So that's why I'm gonna. Yeah, this Listen, is going great. My opinion is this: um, if you. Dan, aren't in your best thinking? Then I'm done with this show today. You guys can keep going, but I'm going to leave. Like that's that's just yeah, my rule. Understood. When Dan's not in a good headspace, you know what? It's not because it's nine thirty. Good goddamn riddance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next time I'm going to see if I can be in the show for like a full thirty minutes at a bare minimum. That's that's my goal. Good, you luck, know what, good Lex, luck, gentlemen. Don't let the podcast hit you on the way out. <laughs> I'll try. I don't know how that would happen. I you know like I said I've been it's a, I've been in podcasting a long time, Dan, and I don't know how that would happen. <laughs> Uh, yeah so no so no not 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 another half a foot (laughs) that would be unfortunate all right but another half an inch yeah it's a lot it's a lot i'm looking well 6.5 just seems ludicrous i mean you know as a guy as a guy who doesn't like like the 4.8 so i mean basically what that sounds like to me is like a plus size phone with a less with fewer bezels right yeah, I hope there's not much of a bezel on that thing. Is that there is? It's going to be ridiculous. <laughs> well, and this seems to be the question: is like, is the entire lineup going to look like the iPhone 10 this year? Yeah, well, that's what it sounds like. It sure does. I don't know. I mean, then that, and then there's some naming questions. People are like, is it the iPhone 10s? 
Is it the iPhone? Yeah. Is the does the mysterious missing iPhone nine make an appearance? And somebody somebody saw somewhere in some code or something iPhone XX. No, that's a terrible idea. They should not do that. <laughs> that would be the twenty. <laughs> yeah, not only would that be the twenty, but then it like if you go next year, you're gonna it, like logically you would have to have the iPhone XXX, which seems just right. bad. Why mm-hmm. would you do that? I don't know. Also, the downside to calling it the 10s is that people will just start calling it the iPhone Excess, mm. and it's like I don't think you want that as a marketing thing either. <laughs> Enough people call it the iPhone X as it is, so yeah, they vex themselves into a corner. Mm, mm. So I don't know. Yeah, well, no, none, of, <laughs> none of this makes any sense. None of this makes this is all ridiculous. <laughs> Steve Jobs never would have let this happen. <laughs> Well, all right, so it's, uh, as we record this, is the 28th, uh, which suggests the, the rumored date for an Apple event is the 12th, 12th. of September. That's two weeks from this week, um, which means we should know by next week whether or not it's happening. Right. And then we'll finally yeah. have some actual news instead of our speculative news. I am more excited <laughs> about a new Apple Watch than I am, I think, about the phone yeah. currently, well, you, based you on need what we know new, now. You need a new Apple Watch. Well, I'm on the Series 2 right now that, that Jason Snell gave me, and it's fine. I like it. It's oh, definitely right. yeah, snappier yeah, okay. than, the, than the original. Yeah. But it's still, like, I kind of want to know what, like, an iPhone Series 4 or an Apple Watch Series 4 is going to be like, because mm-hmm. I think that could be a, a, a big improvement. And it's yeah. about time for a big improvement. So, yeah, I would say I would agree with that. I mean, I would like one that's thinner. Yeah, um, agreed. I, you know, I mean, a larger screen area would be fine. I'm not, that's, I don't feel like that's high on my list. I mean, really what's higher on my list would be, which doesn't seem like it's ever going to happen. Is Always um, on. Yeah, I mean, the clock, at least the clock part always on. Yeah, I agree. That would I be would like that. ideal. But Well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's a way to do that with a... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that's a feature that that is much needed because I still do that. I, I was thinking about this today as I wa- I was walking outside and I went to check the time and I held my wrist up and like it took like a couple seconds <laughs> for the time to appear. And yeah, like sometimes I, in that scenario, I'll put my hand out and then put it back up again and like it'll yeah. show up faster. But sometimes I put it up and I stare at a black screen for like a couple seconds. And the I'm three, like, this is when dumb. The, when the three set, you know, decides that, yes, I'm, I'm going to show you the time, it does it very quickly. I mean, it's well, that's not, fine. Um, but, but, it's but the problem is like when the times, the times that it doesn't decides that it's not going to show you the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you didn't, you didn't, like, I don't recognize whatever you just did when you rolled your wrist over. It didn't seem like a wrist roll. So I'm not right. going to show yes. you what the time is. Uh, don't wrist roll people either, by the way. It's very impolite. <laughs> Never gonna Never give gonna you. Get yeah, okay, we're good. Yeah. We get, we're on the same page. <laughs> Lex is left, but the show is still in the gutter. <laughs> it's still dumb. <laughs> still the, all the dumb puns that you tune, tune in for, apparently, yep, and exactly. nobody knows why. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, and I just bought this, you know, I got this one less than a year ago, so I'm not I'm not in the market for a new one right now. Unless it's amazing. Maybe maybe next year, maybe the year after. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought to myself today I would still be more interested in a new um depending on how all these laptop rumors pan out. Mm-hmm. I miss having a retina display whenever I go to my MacBook Air. God, I can't I swear to god I can't tell the difference. <laughs> really? <laughs> well I don't a... use I mean I haven't gone back much because um You don't I have just, a, you I don't have this... a non retina, do you? Well I have I 
Okay, we have some in the house, right? But you don't. Use I mean, actually, them I'm sitting. I'm sitting in front of one right now. Now that I think about it, I mean, there's. Two, I've got two devices here. One's right. I find the text right a big. Difference. And I think my eyesight is just. My eyesight is just too bad that I can't tell the difference. Okay, my eyes are like lasers, and I. <laughs> I it just it's it pains me. Well, there's there's your problem right there. <laughs> You know, it's tough when you have to wear the ruby visor all day. Well, just, yeah, right. Exactly. Gives you a headache. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I miss having the, the retina on a on a on my MacBook Air because I'm doing stuff with like text and it's like, oh, this is so, so bumpy. This text mm. is awful. I guess. Yeah, no, my eyes are too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I put my reading glasses on, I would notice the difference. Maybe. Maybe you'd be able to read. And And well, I can read. Oh. Uh, you know. Can you <laughs> slowly, okay, slowly and deliberately? Yeah. Oh, you know what? Here's the thing I want to talk about. Back to my Mac. Oh yeah, he's, we never. He's about dead, that. right? Did, Did you, you use, use it all? that? No, damn it! I asked first. <laughs> I know we'd have to go to the video, yeah. the video replay to see who asked that first. I, <laughs> I tried to use it a couple times, and I think I got it to work once or twice. But then I, I never really had too much of a use for it personally. You don't leave the house. I don't leave the house for the most part, yeah. And I have most everything on this laptop, so there's very little reason for me to try and remote into something that I've left behind at home. I actually spent a lot of time trying to set it up to work as well as possible. In addition to, like, you know, there were there were tricks you could do in the early days for opening ports on your router. The Airport Extreme actually has, like, an ability to log into Back to My Mac, um, but I ended up having to disable that because it, it interferes with VPNing back into a, like the VPN server I had set up on my Mac mini. It was really convenient when it worked, but it was the reliability was pretty crappy. Yeah. Um, and there are some good solutions, but a lot of them, unfortunately, like there's nothing that is quite as easy to use or as cheap, obviously. So I use screens, um, yeah. which is really nice for, um, for screen sharing remotely. And you can use the screens connect tool. Um, to basically avoid the annoyance of having to forward ports. I have had some issues with that, and I've worked a little bit so with the developer. That is a to... that is an application that you download on your Mac? Yeah, yeah. And run? Okay, because I haven't done that. I do have screens, that, but it basically just use it within the house. Right, yeah. So Screens Connect basically is a free app that you can download, and it okay. uses, they have like a service essentially where you, you know, create an account and log in, and then you should be able to log into your computers anywhere, which is really nice. Um, and Screens is a really great piece of software. But I have had some some issues with the uh, with the whatever port translation stuff it's doing there, and I've worked a little bit with the developer to resolve those, and it's gotten better. But every once in a while, I still have a thing where it just decides that my my router isn't capable of automatic port mapping, um, which is weird because it's an Airport Extreme, and you think <laughs> it would work all the time, but no, not quite. Um, but it's still a really good piece of software, and uh, I think the problem with it is probably just a weird configuration thing on my side because I've screwed around with a lot of my network settings. Uh, but it's not cheap, uh, especially if you want the iOS client and the Mac client. And so, you know, as a result, it's one of those things where if it's a feature you need, you probably are willing to spend the money for it. And if it's right. not, you know, obviously, yeah. Yeah. you probably won't miss back to my Mac. But it's... You know, it was a clever idea. I think it was just, you know, dealing with the vagaries of all these different types of networking hardware was never mm-hmm. going to be very sustainable. Right. Yeah. So, but the, the file sharing part is the part I, I think a lot of people might miss, like, because the screen sharing part is fairly easy to rectify with another screen, like uh, another software like screens or from some fairly simple port mapping. 
Um, but the file sharing part, I think, is more annoying and also possibly more worrying as a security risk. I don't know. You don't necessarily want to expose that kind of stuff, uh, you know, outside your firewall. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure. You know, I use like SSH and SFTP to go back and forth, but it's certainly not as nice as being able to like click over to the sidebar in the finder and just be like, yep, there's my computer. It's right there. Yeah. Uh, and you can do some limited, both Apple's screen sharing utility and screens can do file transfers, which is nice. You can drag files in and out of your remote window and it'll copy them over. Um, so that's, it provides some limited ability there, but it also is, uh, screen sharing can be kind of intensive on bandwidth. Um, not right. to mention difficult, uh, my my biggest problem is like if I log into my home iMac from either my 11 inch Air or from my like iphone which i've done the 5k (laughs) screen when reduced is is a pain to deal with and you can do some scaling but like it's basically the worst of either world right like either it's you scaled it and everything is really really tiny or you've zoomed into regular size and now you're like traversing an entire continent to get to like the other side of the screen right been there yeah man But I mean, one of the very first articles I ever wrote for Macworld was um, setting up dynamic DNS, which was to let make it easier to log in to your computer when you're away from it, um, because you basically, instead of remembering an IP address, you could just have a dynamic DNS host name, and it would automatically update if your IP address at home changed, and then you could just log into the same dynamic mm-hmm. DNS host name, just remember that instead of a string of numbers, which is really nice. Yeah. So I still use that for some stuff. Like if I need to SSH or SFTP back in home, I have a dynamic. I actually have my own setup now on my my Linode server rather than having used to have like computers you could or uh, software you could run on your home Mac that would like automatically like a, a daemon that would automatically update information. But I've like set up like a whole thing on my uh, Linode server to do that instead, which is nice. So it's handy to have that. Mm hmm. But again, I think this is something most people probably don't need these days because everybody, you know, people right. store all their files in like cloud services. Yeah. Yeah. Apple would just rather you store everything in the cloud service and then pay them more for iCloud storage. <laughs> Did you see the thing about them giving, <laughs> quote unquote, giving away the 200 gigabyte plan? To who was that? What it was, was like that new to? customers, like, new customers. Yeah, new yeah, I upgrade some, customers. I knew, I knew there was some way in which and I it, was not going to get it. Yeah, and it doesn't last forever. It only lasts for like a couple months or something. It's like, this may be worse than... Yeah, really, because, I mean, what do you... Like, you can't go back. Right, exactly. It's like, I mean, literally Once just, you have 200 gigabytes and you fill it up, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, it's the, it's the, it's the drug model. Yes, exactly. <laughs> First couple months are free. Yeah, uh, that, that particular um, hobby horse of ours is... is um, seems like it's never going to go away yeah i mean i mean I, we we've long we have long complained that apple should be giving away a lot more free storage however it seems like uh they're given their, too, their 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 services, services model yeah. you know that uh this is this is part of the plan not um something that they just overlooked yep one would think they might still need to someday you know move with the times but i think again it's apple so maybe not Tell you what, if they make if they make a new uh, iPhone SE, I will upgrade my storage plan. <gasps> Apple, you heard it here first. <laughs> this is a deal the likes of which you will never you see again. You can't turn down this deal. It's too good. <laughs> it is too good to turn down because John Moltz will never upgrade his phone. Otherwise. Get some of that sweet Moltz money. <laughs> and let me tell you, it's what's it's, left of it. 
get it before it goes guys that's right <laughs> before it's too late. you know that last bit is the sweetest <laughs> <laughs> Jamf now makes it easy to set up, manage, and protect your Apple devices so you can focus on your business. No IT experience needed. With Jamf now, you can check your digital inventory, distribute Wi-Fi and email settings, deploy apps, protect company data, and even lock or wipe a device as needed from anywhere. And now, the Rebound listeners can start securing your business today by setting up your first three devices for free forever. Add more for just $2 a month per device. Create your free account today at jamf.com slash rebound. That's J-A-M-F dot com slash rebound supposed to feel like over 100 at some point today oh that's yeah that's no good i don't understand excessive heat warning that's over heat warning anything says, over 100 is no good I'm yeah so it's not actually going to get to 100 but it's going to yeah, feel right. like but still right yeah it's currently 92 and feels like 100 it says you're not going to be dead but you're going to feel like you want to be dead 